That that's a good point to start talking about. Why did you start learning Cantonese?、Hmm. Well, I, I I always wanted to learn. Well, no, I had like maybe three or four different structures and paradigms of learning. There's like the Yale system, the Romanization system. Oh, all, yeah. There's like three ways as an、that. English learner. That you can start and carry on learning Guanua if you don't look at the、um, the characters, the number of tones and tonations, not necessarily in Putonghua where there's four,、mm. but in Guanua where there's like up to nine. Oh my god! So I struggle on that so much. Even Cantonese is hard when compared to. And so I was like, "Oh bloody hell!" Another point I really want to say about the Cantonese learning experience is the mental side.、Mm. Have you ever experienced like a fear of speaking? All the time, literally. <laughs> Even now, literally all the time. Hello, friends. Welcome to Tokyo. Tokyo. I'm Paulo. Sounds like a machine. Sounds like a robot. <laughs> 小伙伴们，欢迎来到唠嗑呀！我是豆腐。嗯 ，What's the topic today? How did you learn Cantonese? Oh, why? Why did we pick this topic? Oh, because we all like. Languages <laughs> <laughs> and language has been language has been a very big thing、mm, in true, our true. whole life, especially as a Chinese student.、Uh, we had to learn English、oh, as a major class. I thought you were going to say language is a big thing, like between us, me and you, and also being in Hong Kong, where both of us had to learn yeah, to an extent, that, like yeah, a new、true. language. Yeah, 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 true. And you have been struggling、oh, on the language、wow. thing, or thriving <laughs>、no. in the language thing, progressing somewhat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so, so well, so we 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 both obviously live in Hong Kong,、um, and the language of Hong Kong is Guangdonghua. 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 Yuanyu. So I've been learning for about. Two years, I guess, on and off. So. And your background is. None. Your native language is English, and you only spoke English. Yeah. So my, even though my parents were born in Hong Kong and they immigrated from a young age to the UK, they were. I guess they're a bit of an anomaly because, especially compared to other immigrant parents, who carried on. Speaking Chinese at home, and then also to their kids.、Mm. My parents never did that.、Mm. So, actually, I always grew up speaking English, hearing English at home as well. So I never had any background of Chinese, whether it be Putonghua or Guanghua. And your parents' native actually are Cantonese. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Yeah, I, I, for me, I grew up in a small city in China, 
and we have a dialect that's only be spoken by our own native citizens. Mm. But but I remember you saying that you grew up hearing and watching Hong Kong movies or movies from Hong Kong and TV uh, shows from Hong Kong. Yeah, that helped me reading the traditional Chinese fan tea. Mm. But they, but they, the, spoke they have they have the dub. Oh, they have the Mandarin. Also, oh, wasn't over. in Cantonese. No, 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 no. no oh, no. that's interesting. Yeah, but I, I, from those, I learned to read the traditional Chinese, mm. uh, where it's not anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I grew up, the entertainment industry were dominated by Taiwan, by Hong Kong mm. people. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Mm. Uh, okay, go back to the speaking language. Yeah. I grew up speaking dialect mm. and the school official language and also all the TV languages are Mandarin mm, mm, mm. and from uh, primary school or secondary school I had to learn English as a major curricula mm. So I grew up learning different languages. And is that the same for, in, in terms of the English and the Putonghua, the majority of China, mm. that's kind of what the language curriculum was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The three key curriculums that takes up almost more than half of the total scores mm. are Chinese, English, and mathematics. <laughs> <laughs> Did you count maths as a language? Well, I'm, I'm talking about the overall <laughs> oh, structure, not language. <laughs> language yeah, of I'm a bit maths. Maybe for, uh, I should talk about programming languages, you know, Java. <laughs> um, and I guess, yeah. I guess if, unless, you were, unless you grew up in Guangdong, then you probably wouldn't have come across Cantonese. Cantonese. Mm, but I did, when I grew up, people were still listening to Cantonese songs. Mm. Like Jackie, is Jackie Chan, Zhang Haoyao, Zhang Xueyou, Andy Lau, Liu Dehua. Mm. Mm, they had a lot of Cantonese songs. Uh, so in the karaoke, people still sing those Cantonese songs. Mm. My parents, very interesting history. My parents, my mom used to speak Mandarin to me with a very strong accent. Right, and my, right, right. my dad stopped her. Oh. Say, just leave the job to the teachers. <laughs> Speak to outdoors using the dialect. Yeah. Said, okay, okay. So I think thanks to that, I didn't have much accent in my Mandarin. Mm. Well, that, that's an interesting juxtaposition to my story because, like I said, my parents always spoke to me in English. Mm. And I think the reason for that is because when they came over to the UK, um, they had a hard time learning English mm. and so when me and any of my siblings were growing up they didn't want to muddy the water mm. um, with two languages one oh. being spoken at school and uh, one being spoken at home mm. of course I had friends who had that and had no problems mm. But that was just what my parents wanted, and so they wanted me and my brother to be absolutely perfect in English. 
because of the maybe maybe yeah (laughs) because of all of the how would you call adversities that they faced learning Mm. english when they came over Mm. but that has kind of had a bit of a a a side effect Mm. of me not really knowing up until a very old age what the chinese language had in store and so there was always a bit of a kind of not a sadness but there was something missing Mm. from my story that i that i kept on telling myself like you know i'm chinese on the face of it Mm. literally but i don't know anything about for example the chinese language Mm. which could be seen or perceived as the biggest thing about a culture right yeah is that that that's a good point to start talking about why did you start learning Cantonese Mm. well I I I always wanted to learn I even asked my parents at a young age to send me to Chinese school yeah which as you can imagine as a child what child would do that Mm. I was sent to school like a Mandarin school like Mm. Putonghua but then it was a bit weird for me because that's not what my grandparents and my parents and my family spoke mm. at family gatherings. Mm. So I didn't really have the motivation. And so oh, I So you knew there were different two languages. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I think I I'm, I wasn't so naive to think that there was just one like Chinese language. Um and I knew that my family spoke Cantonese and not like Putonghua. Mm. So I didn't have a lot of motivation going to that school. That only lasted a couple of years. Mm. And then I didn't really pursue anything else until I got to I guess early to mid 20s. Mm. And so by that time I had started earning money. Mm. I had started working full time mm-hmm. and I kind of began to think to myself, well, what do I want to do? Mm-hmm. Where do I want to go? What do I want to spend my time on? Because yeah. now I'm I'm an adult basically. Mm. So what do I do now? And then I kind of thought to myself, well, I've always wanted to learn Cantonese, but I never kind of followed through. Mm. So I was like, well, I've got all this time now. I've got all this I guess money. Mm. Um I can I can do whatever I want. So mm. maybe I should do what I always wanted to do mm. because mm. I have the choice, right? Mm. So that's how I started self-studying Cantonese. Mm. I bought a couple of books um and like literally, you know those kind of like mini books that you go oh, on pocket holiday. books. Yeah, 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 oh, those like pocket a, books. Uh, Cantonese for travel. Yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> kind yeah, of yeah, that. Yeah. Literally, it was like an A5. Yeah, I still yeah, have yeah, it. Yeah. A5 travel book, and I was scrolling through those. And you know, so this is an interesting point. Unlike Putonghua, which has more of a standardized way of um, learning and systemized with the pinyin and the tones, Guangdonghua has like maybe three or four different. structures and paradigms of learning there's like the Yale system the romanization system oh. all, yeah there's like three ways as an that. english learner oh. that you can start and carry on learning guanua if you don't 
look at the um, characters. the characters because hmm. I never wanted to be able to read and write. It's really hard to write. Yeah, yeah. I thought it would take me ages. <laughs> so lifetime. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I thought, well, the only thing that I want to do is speak and listen and mm. just be able to have a a basic conversation. Mm. If I was able to hold a basic conversation for like I don't know up to an hour, mm. um, even if it's broken, then I'd be quite satisfied and happy. Mm. Mm. So that's how I started um, self-studying, and and then I kind of did that for a few months, and I was really motivated. Basically, I did for about six or seven months, one two hours a day before I would get. Into work, studying, wow. uh, listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From morning, like for example, seven to nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So mm. that was cool, and um, I didn't really tell anybody. It was just me by myself, seeing where I could go with it. Um, and at that time, I guess I was quite aware that Cantonese didn't have as many resources. As other languages, because、mm. I guess it's more of a dialect、yeah. than a main language. No offense, but I think so. <laughs> I'm not a linguistics. But I think that's a lot. Expert, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, if you compare the number of people speaking Putonghua versus speaking Guanghua,、mm. then you know it's it's in it's it's、um, it's nothing in comparison, really. What about You and your, how did you, <laughs> how did you start learning Cantonese, and why? Yeah, I very simple. I started learning Cantonese after I moved to Hong Kong four years ago.、Mm. I wanted to learn because one, growing growing up,、uh, Cantonese TVs, TV series,、uh, movies, songs were. Like trendsetters for the entertainment industry. Oh, yeah, like Stephen Chow movies, Zhou Xingqi,、mm. 电影 like、uh, Liu Dehua, uh, Zhang Xueyou 的歌 and also TVB TV series.、Mm. Um, Cantonese were like a kind of a fashionable dialect <laughs> in my generation.、Mm. So our generation. Oh、uh, yeah, our generation. <laughs> And the second, I'm here.、Yeah. I, I will. I, I, I'm in Hong Kong, and this the Cantonese dominating city. It's、and、the have, de facto language. Yeah, 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 and I am a natural learner.、Mm. I would catch. You're you're、chances. a natural learner, are yeah, you? Yeah,、okay. I I love to learn new things,、mm. and I I knew now is the best. Optimal time for me to learn、mm. Cantonese. Why Espe- not? Especially in terms of the resources. Yeah,、mm. it's a it's a lifetime chance. I can learn this new language.、Mm. Why not? Also,、oh, it wasn't because of like a job or、no. career. My job in Hong Kong didn't require me to speak Cantonese. It's a pure English plus some Mandarin. Oh,、uh, so it's、job. purely out of interest, out of curiosity and, curiosity. and interest. Yeah, and and willingness to learn,、mm. but、uh, I find it's really interesting along the way because I get to retrospectively understood 
so much things I heard in my childhood, mm. in the movies, mm. all songs, and suddenly understood what do they mean. Mm. For example, my hometown used to call the trainers like Bohai, Boxie. Mm. Uh, my dialect is also Bohai. Oh yeah, yeah, and and now people say, "Qiu Xie," Qiu is like a, a ball, uh-huh. uh, in a in a more Mandarin way. Right. But uh, I came to Hong Kong and realized, oh, in Cantonese, people also <laughs> say "bohai." So oh, so Mao dialect actually pick up some of the Cantonese characters, uh, Cantonese words, and "bohai" is actually a combination of the English word ball, chiu, mm. mm. and hai, which is the Cantonese shoes. Mm. So it suddenly gave me kind of a enlightenment. It's like, oh, so much of the childhood or borrowed names mm. in Chinese actually originated from Cantonese, where, mm. uh, or Hong Kong, where it firstly became international. Mm. and got exposure to this western world mm. so it's like hong kong or cantonese area they borrowed english word to their language and then this language followed uh, through, followed to, through to the dialect. china the mainland china and just became some of the terminologies mm. so, and so a lot of those enlightenment moments so does that mean that for you learning cantonese because of the similarities with, for example, your dialect on Bohai mm. and those kind of words, it was, I wouldn't say straightforward, but... Um, it's easier. Yeah. It's, it definitely. Mm. First one, I, I have a dialect. So I have the base of knowing uh, different forms of Chinese. And my hometown is in the south, which is closer to the Guangdong area. Mm. That's why my dialect maybe have like 2% overlap with the Cantonese. Mm. So it's easier for me to pick up comparing to people who from the north China, northern Mm. China. Or English. (laughs) Oh, it's, uh, yeah, I'm not even comparing to English learners. It's a total different game we're playing. (laughs) Well, I was going to say, if your overlap was 2%, my overlap would have been minus a hundred percent yeah yeah i i found going from english to cantonese people already say it's a very well-known fact that people say learning chinese is very difficult mm. and if you take for example just the number of tones and tonations not necessarily in Portonghua where there's four, mm. but in Guangdong where there's like up to nine. Oh my God, so I struggle on that so much. Even Cantonese is hard when compared to Portonghua. And so I was like, oh, bloody hell, going from English. No alternation, e- yeah, right? No, what, if you just take the tonations where there's nothing like that at all, mm. going from English to mm. Cantonese is such a far goal yeah exactly it's like from zero to a hundred yeah (laughs) or two hundred yeah yeah
so anyway, I, I, I did struggle a lot or it took a lot of time and I guess effort, blood, sweat and tears to get to at least a basic stage of mm. Cantonese. I actually started, um, I tried to, in terms of resources, I already said they're quite limited for Cantonese. But there are some things. I started watching more <laughs> martial art uh, movies with like Jackie Chan and um, Stephen Chow. Uh, I didn't know anything about TVB until I came to Hong Kong. Oh. But there are things like um, uh, italki, which is basically a platform that allows you to connect to anyone in the world who speaks in your target language mm. and it's like an informal tutor. It's like P2P video language training. It's, it's just Skype with, okay. with, with, uh, with a tutor. I used similar, a similar platform for English. Yeah. I used to practice English with like Philippine mm. English speakers. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I kind of got to the point, I, I had used books for a while, maybe a few months. And I kind of got to the point where I was like, okay, I'm learning a lot, but I don't really know if what I'm learning is good or not, because I don't have anybody to bounce off it from. And oh, I didn't, you didn't practice with any of your families or family? No, because I didn't tell them. It was only Ooh, me. You so, didn't want them to know. Yeah, I wanted to do it on my own for a little bit. But I got to the point where I was like, I can only do so much by myself. Mm. And that kind of rolled over into basically me thinking also, well, I want to move out of the UK. I also want to continue my Cantonese learning journey. Mm. So why don't I just move to Hong Kong where I already have a bit of family as well? Mm. That's actually how I found myself in Hong Kong, which kind of brought me to, I guess, the next phase of my Cantonese learning journey. Start of a new world. A whole new world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after ha half a year of self-studying in the UK with limited resources, you landed in Hong Kong. Yeah. Continue for another like good two years. Yeah, a year or so. Live yeah. and breathe in this Cantonese environment. Yeah. And that was interesting because being in Hong Kong, there are a lot more resources, of yeah. course. There were more books. Those books had audio CDs. Even if you go outside, obviously, everybody's mm -hmm. going to be speaking Cantonese. So actually what I found as a good resource were salespeople. If you go into a shop... I totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> if you go into a shop... Because if you, if you speak to the normal person, I mean, if anybody knows and has been in Hong Kong, they can be quite rude. <laughs> Not necessarily rude, but they don't have much patience with you. Not after COVID. What, what do because, you mean? Because the business was not, uh, not that good. Well, anymore, no, so. I'm not talking about salespeople. I'm just talking about normal people oh. on the street. Oh. Right, right. <laughs> so normal people, they won't talk to you at all. But... No, yeah. If, and they won't be patient with you. They won't try and understand what you're saying, especially as mm. a beginner. Really? Okay, maybe you weren't unlucky then. Well, so I compare this to salespeople. Mm. Salespeople, because they're trying to sell you something. Yeah, yeah. In a shop, 
in a little store. Maybe not the Gaisi. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Maybe not the wet market, but like a normal shop inside within an establishment. They will be slow with you. They'll be patient with you. They'll try to understand what you're saying and give you something to bounce off of. So they are. I found them to be a very good resource as well. Totally agree. I started learning Cantonese. I I actually started joining offline classes offered by a. Adult college from Hong Kong University. Oh, I did one of those too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I did two month, uh, weekly night classes. Yeah, I think I did bi-weekly, like twice a week. Wow, that was intense. Even weekly classes, I, I after work. Eventually, I just felt so tired, <laughs> and I didn't want to continue anymore.、Mm. And I found what I learned from those classes are actually similar to what I can learn from YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The, because those classes. So I went what to one class. And they had about like ten to fifteen people inside.、Mm. Because you have to standardize the pace、mm. a lot and give all of the students their own go. I found that up to a point, you don't get as much practice as you might like. Yeah. And so there's a balance between group study and independent study as well. Yeah, I would believe a one-on-one tutoring would be good, but I just couldn't afford it. Yeah,、uh, expensive. So I stopped classes. I continued to use my Hong Kong colleagues as a good resource. I told them I want to learn Cantonese, so speak Cantonese with me.、Oh. Do it, and I know I'm shit, but please keep on talking to、oh. me and correct my pronunciations.、Mm. So I had to remind them several times. And finally, they learned how to speak to me in a more teaching way.、Mm. Uh, and also, I use yeah, 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 like、uh, slower, 慢一点，呃，简单一点。然后，呃，可能我说的不好，然后再让我重复的说这样子。Also, I use the salespeople.、Mm. Basically, any Cantonese-speaking strangers. I can come across、mm. salespeople, a mean people, probably a person on the street who might need help, something like that. Yeah. So, so would you? Because obviously, you know, you already know Portuguese. So, if you wanted to know the translation, would you ask somebody randomly, what is the translation of a word in Portuguese in Kungnoa? Mm, Or would you use some sort of dictionary? Yeah, good, good one, good point. I started my first two years. I used a, a dictionary, and I tried out different Mandarin to Cantonese dictionaries, and I finalized to one dictionary, which really helped me. And I used that dictionary daily before I speak to any person in a in a restaurant in a in a sales shop in、mm. a retail shop in supermarkets. Can you can you give the name of the dictionary?、Mm, it's called Yue Dictionary. Yue Dictionary. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, how how do you spell it? Y U E T. But that dictionary requires you to be able to type in Pinyin or type、uh, in Chinese. Well,、mm. in that case, if there are any. English native learners out there, there is a dictionary app 
uh, that I would you highly recommend, recommend right? called Pleco, P-L-E-C-O. Mm. This is very well known in my group classes as a very useful app. It's a holy grail app, yeah. I think. Anything that I didn't know, I would type in in English. It has both Guotonghua and Guangdonghua with the tonations. So one, two, three, four, or one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, mm. blah, blah, blah. And so I would always use that as my go-to source of information for new words. And you even end up with paying for the premium version. Yeah, they have some pretty cool features, one of which is like a, a kind of OCR scanner. So it OCR would... OCR scanner? Yeah, I'm not, oh. gonna, I'm not gonna tell you what it stands for because I don't know. I know that. Opti optical, optical recognition. camera recognition, yeah. character recognition. Basically, you point your phone at a character and the phone would do a translation for you and give you a number of options of what it, what it, uh, what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. Dictionary apps really helped. Uh, like, I also used a dictionary uh, tool for my English learning during my high school. It helped me so much. Mm. Mm. Another point I really want to say about the Cantonese learning experience is the mental side. Mm. Have you ever experienced like a fear of speaking? All the time. Literally. <laughs> Even now. Literally all the time. I've the fear of being wrong. Yeah. That you've basically experienced my whole past decade speaking English. <laughs> uh, also for Cantonese, for the first three years, I think, mm. I always experienced this fear of speaking up. Mm. Uh, I didn't want to make any mistake, mm. and I will kind of step back when this uh, native speaker couldn't understand me, yeah. or try like, to like clarify. Switch, switch to Pohonghua, would you, or, or English? I would just or not say anything. Just don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, Freeze up. Yeah, yeah. Either switch to Mandarin or so, so say, sorry, sorry, and then take up my dictionary. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's out. good. Uh, yeah, but, but people get impatient, right? Yeah. They're waiting for too long. Um, or when I realized during the conversation, their face looked a little bit confused. Yeah. The, yeah. the face always puts me off. Yeah. Because I, I know I'm struggling and I can see them seeing that I'm struggling, and it, which makes me struggle even more. <laughs> but I think it's a, such an unnecessary thing or is one of the biggest stopper mm. from progressing to the next stage. I agree. Yeah. And so do you have any tips for overcoming? I do. Yeah, I, 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 re I really do. Uh, for me, because I, I do know Chinese, so I still had a safe harbor. Mm. I can just retreat back to my Mandarin. Mm. But the, my tip is if they start to feel confused, I just say, sorry. Uh, 
我廣東話唔好啊。Yeah, yeah. But I'm not really that good in Cantonese.、Yeah. I think I, I. But I'm really want to learn. Yeah, I think I always start with that now. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I know. Have a big of smile as well. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. people were just like, oh, okay, yeah. It, it、uh, might have、sense. some understanding. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I, I, I definitely encountered the same thing, and I, I think for me, it was, it felt even more. Embarrassing or shameful because I know that my own roots at some point come back to Hong Kong, and so it was more embarrassing not to know and yet to try to speak Cantonese than it would be for like any other language. But I agree,、oh. like you, you need to. Well, yeah, and that's that's something. Oh, you know, it's quite deeper for you, yeah. Because、yeah. for me, it's like. Well, I didn't know this language, and I'm a learner, so I would deserve some of patience. Yeah. yeah. For you, I guess, did you get well? Also- exactly. So I, I, for me, it was on the flip side. I deserve less patience because I、no. kind of should know. Anyway, that that's a yeah, different, yeah, yeah. that's a different story. Then I guess, for any learners, for any language, just really try not to get. Feel shameful、mm. when people start to feel confused about what you're speaking.、Mm. Because actually, I think at those points where you try to say something, maybe you correct yourself or somebody corrects you. Those points in your language learning journey, you will never forget.、Mm. And so, even though it's difficult, if you try to say something in the target language that you're trying to learn, by doing so. It will definitely help propel you to the next phase. Yeah, and deep down, really just be humble and be realistic. Maybe just tell yourself, "Hey, I just learned this language for like a year or two, yeah, and I, I'm I'm not there yet." So it's expected. People might not understand me a hundred percent. Yeah. So what is happening is normal. Yeah. No give, need to feel give yourself、humble. a break. Yeah, yeah, and just laugh at it. Just say, "Ho, ho, 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 ho." <laughs> Sorry, my Cantonese is not good. <laughs> and they will be like, "Oh, ha, 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 
So for the Korea, it was absolutely uh, additional skill for me. Wait, so just just to make that clear, uh, learning Cantonese helped you land a job in a Cantonese-speaking role in Hong Kong. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, I had so for my first role in Hong Kong was very English dominating. But I had another role which required a lot of Cantonese speaking uh, skills. Mm. So that was very helpful. I, I never thought of that. Which which you would never have been able to land if you had never learned the language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the second, I guess, it's more open to more culture or more perspectives mm. on the Chinese culture. For example, did anybody know that Gaolong, Kowloon, oh. <laughs> is connected, this is a bit of a tangent, is connected to the nine sons of the dragon? Go dun, on Wikipedia. Dun, dun, dun. Go on Wikipedia, find it out. Jiaolong. Very interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For me, um, again, it was more of a deeper, more personal thing. Again, I'm nowhere near fluent and I'm barely in a kind of intermediate level of expertise and skill in Cantonese but just being able to for example order at a restaurant um, even yeah. with a very broken you know level of Cantonese has had a very kind of uplifting uh, positive impact on my outlook and also my I guess self-esteem being able to say that even though I know just a little bit I do know some Cantonese. Oh, Yes. Okay. <laughs> so it's like now you're able to go into a restaurant with only Chinese menu, but you can read the pictures, right? So you just say, Oh, <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. So uh, yeah, for me, it's it's I guess not as tangible as your journey, for example, ending up with a job, but it's more of a kind of deeper satisfaction mm. um, and it also paves the way for me to learn Portonghua mm. which we will save for another episode great if you want to know any other stories about learning Cantonese uh, either you're an uh, English speaker or you're a Portonghua speaker leave us comments Mm. Please leave a comment. Hanglan. <laughs> Hanglan. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Please follow, share, comment our podcast. Mm. Oh, <laughs> uh... <laughs> Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.